Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 77 for Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. Uh, my name is Marty Sleeve, and I am joined by two people recovering from their patchy Punchki Day hangovers. It's Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra. Was that doing? English, that sentence you just said? Yeah, what was Punchki that? Day. Punchki? That says Punchki Day. Punchki. Chat. Y'all know about Punchki Day, right? I hope people in chat celebrated by eating their punchkeys yesterday. That's the punchkeys. This is, this is only something somebody with a cardigan would know. <laughs> no, it's like these, it's these fancy, it's these Polish donuts that you eat for Fat Tuesday. It's probably a Polish donut. Like the pre the pre Lent festivities. It's all part. Yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Okay. Part of the big thing is is punchkeys. I'm, I'm slowly realizing there's a lot of Polacks up here in Wisconsin, <laughs> and probably not a lot in Kansas City and New Jersey. <laughs> no, New Jersey's got a lot of Polish people, right? Maybe. Not the parts of New Jersey you're in. You're not going to, old, not going to like old, like little Krakow or anything. Uh, yeah, probably not. Uh, hello, everyone seems very confused. And welcome uh, to Breakout. Like I mentioned, this is episode number 77. We have a great show for you today. Um, as you can see, this weekend on the 25th, it is celebrating the one-year anniversary of Elden Ring. Does that seem long ago to you or not long ago? Does it seem longer than a year or shorter than a year? I don't know. It feels, it feels shorter than a year to me because, like, I've already been in my house for seven months. I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? Okay, yeah, I could. I, I hear that. It, it really feels Shit. kind of dead Slack. on. Like, yeah, that feels like exactly a year. That was ago. a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about uh, the game, how we feel about it after a year, uh, whether it still has what I claim to be the video game title belt. Uh, and we'll also talk about a bunch of stuff we've been playing. We've played a bunch of new games, uh, a bunch of Atomic Heart, uh, KC. Uh, I guess you can fully, you can talk more about uh, Wild Hearts now. We've been playing the new Fiat Rhythm. So, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Uh, but first, a couple of news items that I was thinking. I'm not thinking of punch cards, everybody. I'm thinking of punch keys. How does no one in chat know what punch keys are? Jack would know what punch keys were. Because yeah, he's like Jack your neighbor. Out, <laughs> you get Jack on the other line. A uh, couple of strange uh, news bits. One, Casey, you know Minecraft is a series that drops a lot of tie-ins, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of partnerships with other games. It's uh, also an RPG. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yesterday, uh, <laughs> they uh, revealed, and it is out now, uh, Mega Man X DLC specifically yeah, for minecraft just saw that in the news doc and yeah. had not heard of that until just now and i'm very perplexed by it i want you at some point to watch that trailer because the trailer just makes it seem like they remade Mega Man levels in the game but i'm pretty sure minecraft's just trying to trick me into playing minecraft because <laughs> i'm like i don't want to play minecraft and, and you I know it's gonna work Man X stuff it might work i mean it's, i was gonna say it's free but no i think i'm assuming the Mega Man stuff costs money um but yeah it's nice to just see capcom acknowledging Mega Man x as a person i feel like <laughs> Mega Man x gets uh Mega Man proper gets forgot uh, uh sort of put in the spotlight a lot more than than x so uh, well not even that it's almost like everything Mega Man related is in some kind of weird limbo area because mm. like they use the property like but they don't advertise it because like it wasn't that yeah. long ago i was talking about that Mega Man x dive game which is a, a capcom taiwan developed yeah, right. free-to-play take on it and like that is that's kind of recent that that was developed but like who was playing that i yeah. was i was playing that's it. interesting because yeah because <laughs> it's like i almost feel like Mega Man is in like a similar it's not as popular but like a similar sort of stratosphere as sonic except sega like very like won't stop trying to get sonic to work he's like here's a 2d version here's a 3d version do you like any of them uh yeah whereas, they're like two Me sides of the same coin yeah Mega Man yeah. is actually good people want them to make more of it and capcom refuses yeah 
Whereas we, yeah, we can't really like count on weird three. I want, I want him to take another shot of three Mega Man personally. Mega Man Legends, I always thought was cool. I thought that was record. Gonna do Mega Man Legends three and it got canceled. What'd you say? Yeah. I thought that was record. <laughs> but that, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, uh, I don't want to talk about record, which just posted on Twitter for like the first time in like five years. Oh, uh, we're getting go. more record. Oh, record. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite halftime show performance. Was record. <laughs> Uh, which we never talked about how her level looked like a Smash Brothers stage. I thought that was really nice. Uh, it was, yeah, it was dope. <laughs> um, Abdel Corrales, thank you so much for the donation. Uh, would you uh, like to play a Mega Man Minecraft crossover game? If it was heavy on the Mega Man, I wouldn't mind it. So just Mega Man with Minecraft art? <laughs> yeah, like is it is so, it just like, skins? Yeah. I'm not sure because like, I'm seeing the video like, now and like, like yeah, it looks blasters. like they just built stuff. Yeah, I don't know how Minecraft works. Uh, no, Mo- yeah, like Minecraft. To me, I'm much more apt to play Lego version of something because I feel like it retains a lot of the charm of the original thing. Whereas Minecraft, like there's Minecraft Mario stuff. I've never played that because I'm just like, well, it's just a bunch of skins and still a bunch of shitty boxes or whatever's going on with Minecraft. Okay, this this looks legit like DLC. Like I think these are levels that you can play. Like I said, play with friends and everything. I want you to figure it out. <laughs> so I let Marty know if it's good that. so he can yeah get your um, yeah, I, may, I may investigate this <laughs> I'm just looking for a guinea pig um so yeah that's that's weird DLC I don't yeah Minecraft's still just still chugging along do you you guys ever think there's gonna be a Minecraft 2 you ever think it'll be a Fortnite 2 no no I think they've pretty much said hey this is a platform yeah there, uh, there's that. that doesn't work sorry Nick let's say <laughs> stop hurting me <laughs> well, I mean, that's what Halo wanted to be, and it just yeah. it failed spectacularly. Yeah, they, no, there's an Overwatch 2. If it had just put Halo in the title and not Halo Infinite, it would have worked. Guys, Overwatch 2, there's a Destiny 2. De- Destiny is basically Granted, Destiny. Those were, those were, <laughs> Destiny 2 came out before any of this, hey, we want to be a platform talk, and Overwatch 2 is only Overwatch 2 in name. They literally did the platform thing. But they committed to the name already because I guess it was announced as that like seven years ago. Yeah, or Fortnite, Fortnite doesn't need a new game because they already updated it to a brand new engine with Unreal Engine yeah. 5 and everything. Yeah, so. but how, like, I don't care about Fortnite or Minecraft, but if I was suddenly sitting there and a, a one of those two got revealed, I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> like, I don't, and I don't know why. still wouldn't play it. <laughs> in my, but in my mind, I'd be like, oh shit, it's happening. Let's get the sequel. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that, and, that's, and that's kind as of far that's as a dividing for line for a generational line. Like, yeah. Yeah. the old people would get hyped at a sequel, but I think the kids are like, no, just keep making more stuff for the thing I'm already playing. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, maybe, I don't yeah. really need a sequel to Rainbow Six Siege unless like it goes to the full like next gen direction. With I don't even know what they would do with it at this point. But you wouldn't get hyped if we were watching a trailer and it just splash logo came up and it was Siege and then a two. I'd get excited. I, I would also get excited. <laughs> but you like legally have to get excited. <laughs> I would get. I, I would get. I would only get excited if they brought back Rainbow Six Patriots, that canceled game they were working on, That's which might, I was which mad. might be. That's why they which, canceled it, right? It wasn't. It, they didn't even get that far. <laughs> Probably because it was bad. You don't Guys, know. if we work on this anymore, it could be bad. Let's just stop what it's <laughs> I think I think it was too close to predicting the future of America. Because <laughs> oh, no, it was about American people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this probably um, would not be received well later. Wait, continuing on with this number thing, our other news stories, a pair of, uh, a, a pair of presentations got announced. Uh, I'm going to start with the second one. On Monday is... No, I'm starting <laughs> with it because on Monday is the Pokemon Presents at uh, I think 8 a.m. CT, 6 a.m. CT. Uh, it's on Pokemon Day, which is the 27th, apparently, of every of every February. Has um, this always been a thing? 
when yeah, did... apparently like the, per- the last four years they've done presentations on the 27th. I don't oh. know if like, I think it's just the day it came out. It's not one of those like N13 days or whatever. Uh-huh. It's not like Punchki Day, which isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> but N17 Chattanooga... day, that is real. If you make it a Chattanooga... hashtag oh, on seven, Twitter, it becomes real. Oh yeah, I said 17. No, but speaking of, what if this Pokemon presentation ends with a logo and it's Pokemon do it. 2? No. What if it said Pokemon I, 2? The only thing I want out of this presentation is a performance patch. Nothing will make me happy unless it's Dude, a performance patch. Just think about it. No. Like, what if, like, what if literally there was a Mario trailer that just said Mario 2? That would be so cool. I mean, that wouldn't make that any sense. <laughs> it just, I, can, I, I can feel Yahtzee turning over in his undug grave. No, some chat understands like the thing I'm feeling. It's like there's a genesequa to it that it's hard to. Explain yes, you get hyped about new French. things. Yeah, <laughs> you see a shiny uh, new toy and you go, no, "Yes, I need." It's not the thing. Is I'm not excited about a new Pokemon because okay. they're all they're going to announce it. But if it has a two like, on it, I'll be excited. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you guys aren't. <laughs> You guys don't understand the power of twos. Um, but yeah, at this thing, uh, it, it's likely that they're going to announce um, the sort of big DLC that'll probably come out this fall for um, Scarlet and Violet. That's what yeah, it's called. That's probably yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Um, and then uh, maybe some stuff we know of Pokemon Stadiums coming to Nintendo Switch Online, some stuff on that. Uh, maybe they'll announce that the Pokemon, like the original generation, is coming also to Switch Online because then it could kind of have those games had communication with each other. You could take your Game Boy pokemon over to pokemon coliseum and play them in there or pokemon stadium uh excuse me so like, right. maybe do you think do you think that would function like i'm sure like, there's a way they could figure out like their other switch file. online stuff would then talk to another game in that library yeah i imagine they could find a way to have like the yeah the save file of the nintendo 64 game find the save file of the Game Boy game inside the same Switch? I don't know. You're asking like Nintendo to like card? do stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. And if they're too many too much cowards to make Pokemon 2, then we can't trust them with anything. Uh you're telling me Smash Super Smash Bros. 2 wouldn't get you excited? No. No. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like what are we going backwards? <laughs> what is this Xbox consoles? Um yeah, Nick, I mean, you, you kind of joked about it at first, but it does seem weird that they're going to do this and announce new games before they've, like, fully fixed the previous game. Yeah, I... Yeah. I, yeah. DLC, like, no. <laughs> also, like, yeah, I, I just... I'm, I'm mad. I'll be mad if they announce a brand new game without addressing that this game still doesn't run well and needs to be updated or, or whatever they're going to do to it. Uh, I could... Because... I'd, I'd get excited if they hinted at a future of Arceus. Not with a two. I think it was, that game hasn't earned its two yet. But, like, that's a formula. I would like to see them lean heavier into the Arceus formula. Or the I, Legends formula, I guess. I don't know what they're going to go with. Yeah, I, I, won't, I will not be excited about anything they do again until they address performance and visual and all that stuff. <laughs> I, if, I feel if, like there's a handful of developers who should be in that like developers and publishers where it's like listen you're in a timeout right now yeah dice you need to show me a cool game before i'm coming back to you yeah pretty much Uh, that's that's where i'm at with a lot of developers that i used to enjoy right now yeah yeah. (laughs) so yeah i feel like if uh if if dragon age kind of stumbles out the gate then everyone's gonna be like bioware what are you doing (laughs) but they they did that with andromeda already so like i feel like they were already on timeout well andromeda was before anthem so yeah that's true too yeah, yeah they're there are they are they are on double time now double time but they, they got in trouble on their day off <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you can get out of timeout like 
there's been a lot of like Final Fantasy 14 was in timeout, but they got out. CD Projekt seems to be slowly climbing climbing its way out of timeout. Yeah, I think most people that have played Cyberpunk are happy with it at this point. Yeah, I I still get bored playing the game, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I've just decided I don't really like the Cyberpunk aesthetic. Yeah, that, that hurts my heart. Oh, you don't like fantasy? I watch that anime. <laughs> Yeah, that's a problem. You haven't seen the anime yet, Nick. That's, that's oh. the, the thing that's missing. <laughs> Listen, if you can watch the anime and still not like the cyberpunk aesthetic, we'll out. We'll out. I was uh, I was so bored last night. I started scrolling through Netflix's anime section, and I almost clicked on something, and then I just was decided to cyberpunk. No, it was not cyberpunk. Oh, why? What, what what was it that caught your attention? I'm curious. I think it was Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that doesn't count, damn it. <laughs> Americans made that. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> were, any the, were any of the Halo's anime? Those yeah, they uh, did they Halo had, Legends. Yeah. Halo Legends had an anime, some anime shorts. Did you watch the Star Wars, Star Wars Visions? I, I watched some of it. Did you watch the sick-ass one with the, with the shit and the lightsabers? I don't remember. Yeah. With the, the twin <laughs> uh, Jedi slash Sith, you didn't see that one? That was the trigger one. That would make you. Oh, yeah. I, I watched. Yeah. I watched a bunch of it. I don't remember if I got to that one. I think the last I one I watched so. was like the the samurai one. That was really good too. That was a pretty good one too. Uh, and then the uh, other showcase uh, uh, coming up much sooner tomorrow afternoon at three p.m. Central, I believe, is the Sony third party State of Play. Uh, it's going to be forty five minutes. PlayStation has said it's focusing on third party games, so don't expect updates on whatever. Spider-Man or The Last of Us or anything like that. Um, but they've said the big one, uh, taking up a third of the time, is going to be Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. They said it's getting a 15-minute presentation. I'm assuming we'll see more of gameplay, what the actual loop of that game is. Um, with it still set to you know be released in a few months at the end of uh, uh, May, what do you, like, where are you guys at right now? What do you want to see? Do you want to, like, be proven by this thing for, like, Prove to me why I should be excited for this game in a very busy month for games. I I still trust Rocksteady. Like I liked all the Batman Arkham games, and I feel like they've worked on this game long enough. Either there's development trouble, or it was a games as a service and it's not anymore, kind of thing. Because I, I my biggest concern with it is that it kind of went the Gotham Knights route, where you could definitely tell you as a service, and then they backtracked at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like this game has already shown us like really really good looking cutscenes and stuff like that so yeah i'm just i'm just hoping it's not <laughs> another you know co-op shooter grind fest you know with a suicide oh, no. are we gonna have to put rocksteady in timeout I, I hope not <laughs> that room's getting detention room's getting full <laughs> yeah i really i really hope not um, yeah yeah but, but like you said like they've they haven't made a bad game yet Knock on wood, we'll see. But yeah. you know, even Arkham Knight, which seems to be the least favorite of the trilogy of most people, is still like <clears> a, a yeah, fucking gorgeous. For like I always like that game. I, yeah. I think that game got very harsh treatment when it released. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. It also feels like that started to become the time where people were kind of, well, I guess I don't know. Has anyone ever like uh, pushing back against like do, how big does your game need to be? Maybe the game didn't need to be this big or have this many you know Batmobile missions or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're still getting those games now. So, uh, but yeah, then the, they said we're also going to see a bunch of uh, PSVR stuff and then other third-party stuff. Uh, I had a quick prediction, if only because I feel like it would it would be right if uh, Microsoft shadow dropped their um, Hi-Fi Rush, uh, Nintendo shadow dropped uh, <laughs> Metroid Prime. Something's got to shadow drop here. It feels like Sony's got to like your first event of the year, and I think the easy low-hanging fruit when it relates to third parties would be to like 
update or whatever the hell this Metro or uh, Metal Gear collection is. Like we have been hearing rumors of like the Metal Gear games, Metal Gear Solid games are coming back to digital stores, you know, and, and obviously some remake stuff down the line. I don't think they would talk about the big stuff, but I think at the very least, a hey, you can buy Metal Gears one through four, or they're available on PlayStation Plus now, something like that. Hmm. One of the rumors I saw was uh, it was going to be Silent Hill the message, the short message or whatever. Ooh, that'd be cool. Because that's the only one they haven't really talked about yet at all anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I could get and it's rated and everything. Yeah. So it's like further along like, than people think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know. I still, like, I know Konami is trying to get some of this old IP off the ground now, mm-hmm. but I still don't feel like they, uh... <clears throat> well, I mean, I guess if, if Sony has devs who are working on stuff for them, then maybe. But um, also, I feel like Sony is, is so up their own ass. Like they they will probably actively try to not do what everyone else is doing, just out of spite. Yeah. So like, even <laughs> if they were planning on doing a shadow drop, instead they'll be like, "Oh, this will be out a week later," because because reasons. That's why. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, do you think these third party reveals are going to be some of those service projects they they're working on with like a bunch of these other developers that they've picked up lately? Maybe. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like it's time for that. To, <laughs> yeah, and you kind of need to start. You probably need to spread them out. Mm-hmm. I don't think there could be like a single showcase like at an E3 or whatever where there's like six live service games yeah. in a row, and you're like, oh, Jesus. So maybe, yeah, maybe showing one off now, another one in the summer. Yeah, I mean, because their because their release schedule through the year is pretty darn light right now. Yeah, aside from Spider Man. Yep. Um. So I imagine, yeah, I imagine we're not going to see Spider-Man, but there was some rumors of another kind of more first-party showcase later on in the spring. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see about that. Uh, yeah, were there any, did you guys notice any other big news bits that you wanted to hit on? I didn't notice too much this week. No, it's been uh, just controversy after controversy lately. So yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know we don't want to get into those. <laughs> no, that, that, that sounds very nice, actually. <laughs> yeah. Let's break out of those. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Yeah. Well, that was clever. That's the name of the show. Um, but yeah, then the, the main thing we're talking about is, yeah, so Saturday is going to be the one year anniversary of Elden Ring. Um, it's kind of crazy how, when I think about games in the last year, how much of the oxygen and discussion and, and anything, uh, surrounding it, I think of Elden Ring. Like it, that has to be the game we've talked about the most. Together, so much so that our community separately. tells us to shut up about it. No, no, they're still no. They're coming back around. What if they we get Elden Ring too? Yeah. <laughs> um, we might actually. That seems very plausible. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem impossible. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, you know, I, I sort of still feel like that that there hasn't been a more popular game since then. So like, if we were talking about it in like wrestling terms, that it feels like Elden Ring still has the title belt. Nothing else last year was able to really come and 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 take from it. You know? Yeah, not even uh, God of War Ragnarok yeah. really had that mm-hmm. same level of impact. Like people liked it for sure, but like mm-hmm. they were still like, oh, well, it's kind of more of the same. And, yeah. and Elden Ring's more of the same was kind of so much more <laughs> that it, yeah. it yeah. kind of just clicked. Yeah, and even in the indie space, like there was a lot of a lot of really good indie games last year i thought like last year was particularly great with um that's true yeah with sifu and tunic and stray and neon white and vampire survivors and immortality but it feels like a lot of the love for those were like kind of separate like it feels like there's most people like like really like a couple of those games but mm-hmm. but 
um, there wasn't one like crazy standout in the same way that I was able to kind of take it. And yeah, I don't know. Nick, like like a year later, do you still feel sort of that same like like we were you were gushing about that game a year ago? I mean, we all were, but like, do you still hold it up as like one of the one of the best? Yeah, games it's um, I, I've definitely noticed that like playing other open world games since just don't do a whole lot for me and. Uh, I was going to bring it up, Nick, when we are talking about the games that we were playing, but, you know, I'm, I'm working through Hogwarts Legacy right now, and it's back to very traditional open-world design of mm-hmm. follow the character, follow the waypoint, tells you where to go, and, like, it seems like Hogwarts, of all games, will be a game that would be very well designed to have the player go explore and find all this stuff and not be directed to a checkpoint of every, you know, every cave, every dungeon, everything. Like, I wanted to just be set in the school and the world and go find this stuff and have that be the mystery of it. And so, like, the first time you go into the Forbidden Forest, for example, like, it just leads you right through it. And I'm like, well, this isn't exciting or scary or anything. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, literally gave me go kill five spiders in the forest. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, I, I really... Obviously, you know, this game's been in development for a long time, and so have a lot of other games that have come out recently. But I really hope to see, like, Elden's really... Elden Ring's legacy just be your open world needs to be the star of the story, star of the game. If you're going to make an open world game, otherwise, yeah. just make your game linear. It's not like it's so useless. Yeah. It's so pointless to give you all this extra space that just follow the road. There's no reason to go over here into the trees or anything. And like Elden Ring was like, you follow the road, and if you see a cave over there, there's probably a way to get in that cave. Or if you see a, a tower, there's probably a space below the tower where there's a boss. Like every single piece of that map was used and every other game since then that I've played that's open world is just like why is this space here yeah it's hard it's I don't know it's uh, I I don't know the next game we're gonna see that's gonna that's gonna really be able to do it and there's some I'm hoping it's Starfield (laughs) yeah so the big uh, probably the biggest three that stand out to me um we got Spider-Man 2 coming, which I don't like. I love Spider-Man, but I don't know what Spider-Man 2 could do that just doesn't feel like Spider-Man 2. Yeah, this I mean, is like, weird I, coming I, from the guy who's just <laughs> raving about wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know what? Like, more Spider-Man sounds great, but it also just seems like it's going to be more Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I played Spider-Man for the story and the combat. The the world did nothing. It's just New York. It's not, there's nothing yeah. exciting about that anymore. And I'm wondering, like, are we still going to be in New York? Because. Like, Spider-Man doesn't really go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of his thing. Is just and you need big buildings. Yeah. You can't like have the ice level and the fire level. Like, mm-hmm. I welcome to Chicago, Peter Parker. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> send him to Tokyo. I will, I want to swing around Tokyo. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, I don't know if Spider-Man ever goes to Tokyo. I'm sure he goes. He goes to what England and no way. Yeah, he's home. got a passport. He went to a bunch of European <laughs> yeah. places. Uh, yeah, they fought in Germany. I think that was like a war crime, mm-hmm. but that wasn't good. Um, <laughs> But then, yeah, the two the two that really I feel like can can sort of take the oxygen would be uh, Starfield, like you mentioned, or Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, and Tears of the Kingdom for sure, because yeah, Star- I feel like Starfield will be very familiar in the way you know, uh, not Bioware, freaking Bethesda has done these sorts yeah. of games before, like just space. So like it's a a new coat of paint on it. Like I'm being very cynical here. Like I don't know anything about the game. I feel like they haven't shown us enough about it to get excited. So mm-hmm. that's why like I'm kind of like honestly like what do you call a a game that is in that model but is outer space? Like that's not an open world, is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just free exploration, open world. Like, same you fly thing. to yeah. Don't a think planet, too, don't think too hard about just it. Just a biome and. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> a galaxy. Like, world. It's, it's even galaxy. less of an open world in that sense. It's more like a bunch of uh, hub worlds. Well, they they said yeah, that the planets are fully explored. Yeah, they said that planets and uh, Starfield are fully explorable, like the entire. Yeah, planet. that's always the thing I, I, I've been railing. It's going to be empty space. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that like they're going to need the greatest algorithm in the world. And let me tell you, algorithms not great. <laughs> not great. <laughs> Turns out Space Jam Two uh, was right. Yeah, I don't know. Like at least, I mean, algorithms can work if they handcraft all those elements and then place them into the the algorithm, and you don't notice sure, it. Yeah. There's just not a lot of games that do that well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. And then uh, we get Tears of the Kingdom, which uh, Nintendo had a pretty gnarly art book leak um, earlier or over the weekend, I think, earlier this week. And we didn't cover it because, I don't know. No need to. Nintendo's also very scary well, and litigious, <laughs> so it's probably good that we didn't cover it. Uh, I looked at all that's being said, I looked at all the stuff. It didn't feel like it spoiled anything story wise. It just showed off a bunch of cool shit I'm excited for, a bunch of different looking characters and costumes and buildings and mechanics I didn't understand and stuff like that. So, mm. um, but yeah, I don't know. None of the trailers, as we've talked about, even feel like they've like, you know, I, maybe I, uh, not to sound uh, hypocritical, but like, yeah, maybe it j- just kind of does feel like Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> uh, you know, but not, <laughs> I don't go. To, but in the same way, Spider Man too, it looks like more Spider Man. It just looks like more Breath of the Wild, which is great. Breath of the Wild. I mean, it's, my it's, favorite game of the last ten years. Like, it, it makes sense that you would have that differing opinion on. Okay, this is a sequel of a thing I liked, and this is another yeah. sequel of a thing I liked. Because, in all honesty, Breath of the Wild hit very differently than Spider Man did. Like, Spider Man yeah. was a great game; it was r- lots of fun. But other than the fact that you're playing Spider Man and you're doing the swinging the way you want to, like, it wasn't really changing much in the action adventure genre like honestly it was actually hearkening back to the spider-man 2 movie tying game from back in the uh 360 gamecube era or whatever yeah yeah so like it was just a really good one of those that you played before so like great fantastic breath of the wild felt like a next step for the legend of zelda series and like seeing that seeing more of that is is as exciting as seeing more of elden ring like people are chomping at the bits for elden ring dlc it's because they just want to spend more time in that world and yeah. this is Nintendo's answer to that sort of thing. It's a brand new game, but it's built on the same building blocks of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, Nick, you've been pretty, uh, you've been pretty uh, sort of. You, you like to take Nintendo to the fire when they uh, aren't giving us like major reasons to to enjoy our Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like? Are you going to be playing this day one, or have they? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely excited for it. I don't. <sighs> probably get flamed for it but i don't put like breath of the wild's world uh and anywhere near elden ring's world just because like i don't think it was visually interesting to explore and the exploration that did happen didn't really wow me in a lot of areas like it's definitely cool but it's not like elden ring when every time you went over a hill you're like holy shit look at this <laughs> so i said that every time i went over a hill in Zelda. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean yeah you know, no, no, if, no, I, know if i if i had played all the yeah, other there's space between them too so like you yeah. can make that argument that it's an yeah. older game but sure yeah I, I get that for sure yeah it's also just this choice of like i love like the the dark fantasy worlds that they build in sure. those games and the architecture yeah. and everything but yeah i mean even even with elden i mean even with the Breath of the Wild, like, you know, a lot of the dungeons are just those little rocks sticking out of the ground, you know, and then you go into them and they have different puzzles in them or everything. So mm-hmm. um, it doesn't, yeah, as much as I like Breath of the Wild, it doesn't really give me that same feeling that Elden Ring did. Sure. And Elden Ring very much, I mean, I, I'm sure they would admit was, was a game very much inspired by Breath of the Wild. Um, mm-hmm. But being able to do it with 
five years of learning after it and you know obviously mm -hmm. much uh much much greater technology because god knows like breath of the wild seems like it's like held together with duct tape and yeah that's what i'm concerned about duct tape and a prayer. yeah now we're on the same <laughs> I mean, now, we're, now we're adding a whole overworld and underworld to it yeah so. yeah Jesus. <laughs> um yeah so do you think like go for you you think we'll get elden ring dlc like the equivalent of like the you know the big dark souls chunks of dlc because they haven't done it all the time we never got demon souls dlc we never got sekiro dlc however no, we got like, like just old... a small update like a yeah. boss rush mode or something you know we got like the old hunters in bloodborne obviously mm. and then each dark souls had its own i feel like we're gonna get something that explores like more melania yeah uh, you know whatever uh, whatever it seemed like the st one of the standout characters of the game that didn't have a lot going on mm -hmm. like, just hanging out to bottom that tree ready to fuck you up you yeah pretty much <laughs> and also like I feel, I feel like Elden Ring specifically gave them like a, a template to work with where they can just kind of go crazy because like there was mm -hmm. portals to just places not even on the map anymore oh yeah you just be like this is under everything <laughs> yeah like, or here's the here's the floating tornado city you know? yeah yeah uh, so yeah I, I like you, when you have 20 million people that have bought the game, which is fucking insane. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another one of the things. Yeah. They just announced those sales. Yeah. I think uh, you'd be stupid not to release a big expansion for that and get more money out of the 20 million people that bought this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And all of their games, the I mean, the three Souls games they've made with Namco all got their DLC. So it's possible it was just something in the contract originally. Like, mm -hmm. um, still, and if it so wasn't, like, if, if it wasn't in a contract and they were like, oh, you should definitely do it now. Yeah. Like, how long do you think that would take? Because Elden Ring yeah. kind of took a while to get yeah. to that state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean they, have have multiple, I... they have multiple teams there. I'd imagine they had something going before this game was even out, <laughs> just based oh, on sure. the hype I mean, alone. They have the... Yeah, they just keep hiring. Like, they keep hiring. They keep growing. So, obviously, they've already revealed the Armored Core, um, which... I guess we don't know. Like, do you guys think? I don't think that's coming this year. Do you guys? Armored Core uh, this year? Yeah. Uh, I don't like, think do you, so. Do you think I, that'll be a fall game or something? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a summer or fall game. That's been. In, I mean, the screenshots that came out a while ago that yeah, looked a long yeah, time, a ago, long time ago, ago, ago. Yeah, that was yeah. like a fully. That was looked. like shortly after Sekiro came out. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah, um, no, I think that game's farther along than we think. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Aside from that, I'm sure they have a couple other projects. None of them being anything Bloodborne, so. Everybody. <laughs> what if we just put it on pc that would be nice yeah. um I, yeah just i just yeah really i really really want to see developers move away from you know the so the sony format of open world games and and you know all this hand holding directing stuff and yeah like even uh people noticed in, in hogwarts legacy it's another game where like it has puzzles and then the characters just tell you how to solve the puzzles like almost immediately. Like, what is why <laughs> this stuff is getting? They don't want you to get stuff. This stuff is getting so handholdy. It's like you know who we can thank for that? Navi from Navi. Ocarina of Time. Oh boy, from Ocarina of Time. You're, yeah, you're the, little the fairy. most annoying character Shoot ever. Go, hey, listen, and tell you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was the progenitor of it all. Um, yeah, Elden Ring's great. If you don't like Elden Ring, fucking kick rocks. <laughs> 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 No, like, that's the moral and, of today's show. That is the moral. Do you know anyone who doesn't, who like tried but but just couldn't? Yahtzee. Oh we, no, Yahtzee got all the way. Yahtzee loved it, it, and then just got kind of burnt out by the end. Yeah. No, I don't know anybody um, that has played it that doesn't like it. I, yeah, like I, I've even come across people who have historically not liked any of the previous Dark Souls games who have tried it and have started to find like they've had this one click finally. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I mean, they're they're probably out there, like the Elder Ring haters. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what game I uh, 
I keep seeing mentioned that I I, I I want to go back to because I feel like I did not explore any of it like I should have was Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> oh, that game's good. It sounds, like there's, it sounds like there's so much to find in that world and I just there's didn't so engage with any of it because I did the story and I quit. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, you yeah, did yourself a disservice. Yeah. I mean, the story's great, mind you. But yeah, yeah spend, spend time in that world. Just not in the RDL, like... The, the online world feels <laughs> oh, no. nowhere near as, yeah. as good as the main right. story. Just do it. Just stay in, in the single player world. You're fine. Yeah, fight like, some cool, fight some cool bears. I think, I think it's. I think it's mostly UFO. like just Rockstar's gameplay to me just doesn't feel very good anymore. Because like you can't unless I haven't played it on PC, and I, I'm sure I'll enjoy it more on there. But like on controller, like the only way to play their games is by having the lock on name assist, mm-hmm. and that just makes me feel like I'm not playing at all. <laughs> yeah. You disagree no, with that, Casey? I mean, I like it. Oh, I like it. I just, like, it, it doesn't make me want to, like, continue playing once I'm done with the story. Because the, the lock-on aim assist is just too easy. <laughs> There's no challenge it, in those it, games. It is easy, yeah. Like, you, you just flick the stick up to smack him in yeah. the head or whatever. But, right. I don't know, like, to me, yeah, like, being immersed in that world wasn't really about the gun combat. Which I'm a fan of in most games. Like, yeah, like, give me, like, good mechanic-heavy combat. They've never Red really Dead sold me though, on right? Red Dead sold me on the immersion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I think that's what GTA that's what Rockstar. Well. Yeah, Rockstar yeah. games always do that. So it's like rather than me being good as a cowboy gunman, like it's Arthur that's good, and like I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah, Arthur is such a good character too. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's a good story. Um, yeah, it was a tough year because I came out the same year as God of War, like which you know God of War. You know it feels like it's lost a little bit of its luster after Ragnarok just because you're like oh. It's more of it. That's a that's uh, but, a that's another game that like I just feel like because like your God of War twenty eighteen sits with me to this day as like one of my favorite games. Oh yeah, we and, were talking and, about it well into like twenty nineteen. Yeah, like, and, and yeah. Ragnarok Ragnarok to me really feels like another Forbidden West. <laughs> it just it's like I like it. Ragnarok's better than Forbidden West. Oh yeah, it absolutely is. But it's I more. Mean, it, we finished it, it. I'm more. I'm, things are. Yeah, yeah. I'm, more, <laughs> I'm more speaking of like. I liked it. It just didn't stick with me like the other one did, which is yeah. crazy because that's like when you think back to the the golden days of like trilogies of games, like Gears of War 2 sticks with me a hell of a lot more than Gears of War 1 and Gears of War 3 yeah. sticks with me even more than Gears of War 2 does. And it's like yeah. Uncharted, you know, uh, Uncharted 2 sticks with me so much more than Uncharted 1. and That makes sense. Yeah. Gears of War 2, I can barely remember, honestly. <laughs> like, like the stuff in 1 stuck with me and then three because i was like the conclusion oh, man. but i cannot remember what happened like in two one but better in every way two like, two better yeah, character two. more mo- <laughs> moments like better set pieces but yeah. fucking horde mode mm-hmm. oh yeah horde mode was fun horde mode was i don't know that that section with <clears throat> the the light and the krill in gears one like it was annoying but like i remember it being like actually kind of harrowing one of them had razor hail was that was that two or was that three <laughs> i almost i almost wonder if that is like the problem with uh speakeasy was saying like good thing god of war is in a trilogy or whatever but I, I almost wonder like if it would have been better as a trilogy because like ragnarok felt like it came and went <laughs> without anything yeah, like no yeah. there was no big consequence for it or anything it was just fight the war and it's over there's no big build yeah up. i kept expecting more mm-hmm. I, I kept expecting that the game was going to turn at some point and like you have those. You have that moment in Elden Ring when, like, for me, when I first took the elevator down to the Shifa River ruins, and I was like, "Oh wow, oh, shit. this world's <laughs> way bigger than I thought." I kept thinking something like that was going to happen with me in God of War—that they were going to do something or pull like a Raiden or like literally kill Kratos halfway through the game, and you just play as um, Atreus. Um, but it kind of never came. It felt almost conventional. 
like really good, but conventional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Played it safe. Oh. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Which I don't. I'm sure the game sold really well. So, <laughs> is, is, is Sony? Uh, is Sony turning into Marvel? Where they're afraid to hurt their main characters. <laughs> no, they weren't with the Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, they got yelled at for that. They did. They did. <laughs> that, they that, oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. So um, it's the fans' fault. The fans can't give fans up their. Fault. Yeah, I want my characters to die. You damn it! Spider Man, give me Miles. That's <laughs> yeah. how you introduce Miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, um, what do we need two Spider-Man for? <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They should. They could have let Tobey Maguire die. <laughs> yeah, and it would have been great. It was sad, and then they're like, "No, he's fine." And I was like, "Oh, okay." That was, I, I felt real emotional for a second. Now I'm like, "Well, man, you, you made me feel like a rock again." You know, they're like, "Oh no, we can still make money off this boy. He's got to fight <laughs> yeah. the Secret War. He's got to come back." <laughs> yeah, someone's got to fight Tom Hardy's. Venom. Oh God, that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna. We're gonna have uh, the scene from an End Game where everybody comes through the portal. And it's gonna be all the multiverse characters from every fucking piece of Marvel, even 100%. even That's even like the original Hulk from the old movies. Yeah, loot the yeah. big Lou Ferrigno out of there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally think I I I would be willing to bet in those movies we see Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider, we see Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Oh we see, God! Oh no! Like, I think they're Don't gonna do go that. Oh, not even like it's clear we're already getting more. Like, there's no way. Like we already got Patrick Stewart. We're getting more Hugh Jackman. Like they're gonna dig they're gonna go to the weird ones oh my god give me jessica alba's the invisible woman oh no chris evans could play captain america and the human and then michael b jordan comes back as human torch (laughs) (laughs) robert Downey jr comes back oh he'll absolutely come back they'll just introduce the whole thing about like the variants they'll just be like oh this is variant uh, no yeah Um, yeah it gets real muddy I mean, honestly, though, if Nicolas Cage popped up, I would be kind of laughing at that. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. What, you know, what the fuck the am I doing here? <laughs> Tommy in uh, uh, The Last of Us, that actor, yeah. um, in, the, in the TV show, played Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Question mark? <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. played Ghost Rider. Oh. Sir George yeah. Lucas goes, Hugh Jackman will come back as Wolverine. Boy, do I have the Wait. fucking movie for you. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool, Deadpool 3. 3. Uh, old Hunter with a 499 dono. Thank you so much, Old Hunter. On behalf of non-gaming media professionals who like a big world to sometimes explore, there is a place for hand-holding. I just, I just I want to follow. I don't want characters to walk and talk and follow, make me follow a waypoint all the time anymore. It's so boring. It's so unorganic. It's not... It's it's so boring like hogwarts legacy every single mission is like that you like if that game didn't have a really interesting world i i probably would have dropped it by now like the fact it was getting good review scores at all like yeah i I don't know it's one of those games where like (laughs) i really like parts of it but the more i play it i'm like man this is just bog standard open world stuff with characters i don't care about at all yeah and it's just it's quickly yeah. falling apart for me. And, and Old Hunter, I don't think we have anything against big worlds if they're good. Like we were just talking about Elden Ring and and Red Dead, and those are both worlds I would consider very big. Um, but it's just yeah, a lot of the other ones like kind of don't earn their size. Um, yeah, it, I mean it's it's if if you're going to put me in a scripted linear mission set in an open world, it really doesn't need to be open world at that point. And the entire game is like that. Give me like cool hang like. Obviously, there's open worlds or handcrafted environments, but like, give me, don't make me waste my time going from. I shouldn't have to go two thousand meters in a world and go from one mission to the next if it's going to be the the same thing. 
Like, I'm mm. crossing all that space for literally no reason. Elden Ring gives you the start of the game and leads you towards the end of the world, and you have to go through every part of the world to get there. That's what makes that game so good. It's like, it literally, you cannot get to the last part of Elden Ring unless you make the journey. That's why Death Stranding was, I really like Death Stranding, because you start at point A, it wants you to get to point B, and you have to go through its entire world to get there. Like that's making use of your playable space and making players think and and utilize and go explore to find the things you need and everything like that. Hogwarts is like you know oh complete a complete a uh, teacher's assignment go you know get these seeds oh by the way you can just go back and buy it from somebody. I'm like that's not fun. <laughs> or it's <laughs> like, like or, why why are you still playing it? it? Sounds like you don't like it. I I I do like I like I do like the world. I like the gameplay of it a lot. Um, it's just like these these open world designs are so like it's almost become like uh uh gear score numbers for me where it's mm. just like it's so rudimentary and so led on that i don't like I'm, i don't feel like i'm playing i feel like i'm just being told where to go and what to do all yeah the it's time. like by by the numbers yeah which is it, it makes sense that that's annoying in an open world experience, but like even linear games do that. And that, that's one of the big gripes I've had with a lot of Sony's big first party titles is that those feel handholdy because they just want you to kind of get their movie <laughs> and like they just lead you from point to point to get through that. Uh, Ghost of Shima is actually an open world, but I felt that way about that game in particular. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, you, get the, you get the waypoint on the map and let's go here and, you know, you fall, you spend 20 minutes running a path there instead of just moving to the next level kind of thing you know like what do you think what do we think the best open world sony's done i do feel like a lot of them maybe probably Sushi? spider-man probably for spider-man yeah but like i don't remember anything like that was all movement for me yeah <laughs> like yeah that i don't was remember not, anything like, from that world that was like wow yeah, this is the, cool to look at or yeah it was incredible to <laughs> be true. in because of the movement like insomniac like deserves 100 percent of the credit there um it would it would it would be forbidden west i think pretty easily there's still a lot of secrets and, and stuff to find in that world when yeah. you do when you do i, I got annoyed death. running around that world <laughs> yeah i mean I, I did too like it's still very very like traditional design i guess um yeah I, I, yeah i don't know like it, it's very pretty to look at I, and i did feel like the exploration was done so much better in forbidden west uh, I I don't know. I guess I'll probably. Somebody mentioned Days Gone in chat. I actually like really liked Days Gone's open world because like you can just run into those hordes and it's like a terrifying thing to have happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like that's one of those games that got a critical reappraisal as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I like the the games I remember the most from Sony are their linear adventures like The Last of Us and Uncharted and you know uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of their open world stuff is collectibles and audio logs and yeah all that stuff. i liked uh i don't even know if i would count the original god of war but like the lake of the nine stuff i thought was a pretty cool open world um but that was like a little almost hub and i guess we yeah i don't even i don't spokes. even yeah i don't even consider god of war open world really yeah yeah um that's fair yeah uh so you, you've been a little bummed out by hogwarts uh, you've also been playing um atomic heart yeah, um, I, made... I played the first hour twice. Okay, so I don't... yeah, I have to also. I also have to play the first hour. Twice. That I was like I played somebody, an hour on PC. Somebody, I was like, okay, uh... I'm gonna play an Xbox now. It's on Game Pass, and then I played an hour, and I'm like, I don't. Like... I got to like literally where I am, and I'm like, I don't... 
yeah, somebody uh, somebody wiped over my save in, in the PC version, so awesome. I have to go back and redo that whole cutscene, which is not skippable. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got I got about two hours into the game before I, I had to set it down. Uh, as we've written about and talked about, uh, the <laughs> dialogue in that is 110% worse than Forspoken. It's not even close, that dialogue. Mm. I have never had a game actually make me want to turn it off because I was so annoyed with the main character. He is so deeply unlikable. <laughs> it is crazy. Like literally it in the first is, 10 seconds. Is he, is he like, uh, like wise cracky or is he like, like game, super broody? Like he's, what is his like personality? Dude, he's like a dude, bro. He's like a, uh, like a fucking like Duke Nukem shithead. Wow. They went with and that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's constantly like an asshole like, to his AI. He's an asshole to like every scenario he's in. He's, he's just like, why am I doing this? I fucking ass. hate this. This is fucking stupid. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Blah 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 blah. And it's all <laughs> yeah. he says. They don't. He, he he like anytime somebody says something to him, he's like, yeah yeah, shut up already. And it's like they're trying to like be meta with it, where like they know the players don't want to listen to all this garble. Right. Yeah. That, junk. that sounds like what like a but it's like a real edgy internet commenter that's literally what it, <laughs> what it says that's literally what it says and he also calls something a crispy critter and i use the term crispy critter now people <laughs> think and i'm trying to yati accused me of talking like that man i'm like no i've called things crispy critters for a long time we can't you can't take this from me trump already took the word trump from me which i used to yeah. use as a word it's uh, it's still a word no i can't I, use I, it anymore i still use the word trump card what about trump too <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. It, like, it, thankfully, like the gameplay and the world of that game are really good. Um, it's very pretty. Yeah, like I, it, to me, you know, there's a lot of people like uh, pointing out the stuff of like it's making commentary on on Ukraine and all that. But to me, it kind of feels like a lot more like Fallout, where like it's kind of making fun of the Soviet Union. Like, if, there's a line like right at the start of the game uh, that you probably like heard and was like, hmm. We were like we were saying how like prosperous and wonderful China is, <laughs> and I was like, eh, that's kind of tongue in cheek. There, it has to be. Yeah, I, I, I imagine it has to be. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. if it's not, that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but I mean, like that the robots are all like staring you dead in the eye, and it, like it really feels like uh, to me, it feels like a lot of commentary on communism in general. Everything is like very, like the world is like this utopia. And it's like really pretty to look at and everything on the outside and then on the inside it's all robotic and 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 like drab and and weird. Oh man, I haven't I haven't gotten any any kind of depth to the story yet. No, that's not the story. That's just the world building. Like yeah. I feel I feel like the I feel like they did the utopia thing really well, where it's like everything looks nice and then on the inside it's all busted yeah. up and man, it just feels like store brand Bioshock Infinite to me though, like. Yeah. It's, it even begins. It begins with a very non-interactive. It's not. Yeah, it's not, it's like, not even on the same uh, level as Bioshock in terms of yeah. like detail and everything. No. Yeah. It also, the font is so small. And it will not <laughs> yeah. let me make the font bigger. And I'm oh, like, God. please, sir, my eyes. <laughs> my television is so far away. Um, not, yeah. So, are you gonna stick with it, Nick? Uh, yeah, I, I'm like Frost. Frost kind of sold me on it later. Like he says, yeah. once you get past like those opening parts, it gets it gets a lot better, and like the mission design is better and everything. Because mm-hmm. like I got to the I got to like the grandma part. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? Because <laughs> even her dialogue is stupid. Yeah. Uh, oh, Sonny, thank you from the Robos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my Russian grandma voice. Mm-hmm. 
It's pretty yeah, nice. And you pretty guys would nice. understand it more if you would have enjoyed it, if you would have partook in Punchki Day with me yesterday. <laughs> but you didn't. Uh, Red Dwarf with a $5 dono. Thank you so much. And Red Dwarf back with a $10 dono. Really appreciate it, Red Dwarf. I've bounced off all of the From Software games, including Elden Ring, even though I recognize their quality. I've tried them since the PS3 Demon Souls. Love watching others play, though. Yeah, fair enough for everybody. Yeah. You know, some people just, like, it took me a long time to click with them. As I always yeah. say, if you want one that's like very simple to play and easy to get through, go play Mortal Shell. And if you like that, you'll end up understanding the rest of them. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm speaking, so we're in the, the Souls-like issues, um, I'm really I'm looking forward to Jedi Survivor. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I want to cut. I want to cut. Kiss, some, kiss I like cut I, will, I, I just I, I just I want saying, them to fix his running animation because he looks like he's shit his pants and. Yeah, I think like that. That's the thing that's actually messed with me. Not specifically the running animation, but the animations in general, which was one of my big headaches with the first game. Like they seem yeah. very preoccupied with making sure the animations. Uh, play a certain way to the detriment of like the feel of gameplay and like i i like that they're adding new stuff like there was that trailer that came out today that has like the heavy lightsaber it looks like you have you can have your own big like kylo different. ren uh, yeah, lightsaber yeah. but like that very much looks like okay so i'm gonna be locked into kind of a janky animation again and like that it, it's fine if they're going for the dark souls style of soul series but they were very much going for the Sekiro style of soul series and their yeah. combat's really fast <laughs> And like it doesn't feel as good as I want it to. So like that that has made me a little apprehensive seeing like some of the the more recent combat stuff. Yeah, I almost wonder if like yes, if Sekiro wouldn't exist, would you have been softer on it? Like because now you know you're like oh this is what I want the combat to feel like. Like I have a tangible thing I could point to and be like I want you to feel that. That's hard to say because like if because. Because if that's the case, would they be the first ones implementing this, or would they have instead not been inspired yeah. by it, and it would have just been much more Dark Souls like? I can't believe I can't imagine they were inspired I, 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 the original I, I, too much by it by Sekiro. That was yeah. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think you can have a Jedi game without like lightsaber dueling. Yeah, but I just mean like at at that speed. I didn't. I, I, yeah, I don't know what the speed you're talking about. <laughs> the game doesn't feel that fast to me. It's much faster than like a Souls game. You don't think? It's it's definitely fa- well it's definitely faster and more acrobatic but like I didn't feel like yeah I don't know I I, I can't get with you on the combat problems like I I love the combat in that game. I don't know, it feels a little too imprecise and like his movement in general is also like real real janky like the platform in that game is trash so I do hope they fix that because that was a, a major annoyance. Yeah, they've shown off some of like the air air moves and traversal uh, traversal like grappling hook stuff and kind of like force dash and yeah, his his I'm wall jumping looked super jank yeah. even in their own trailers. <laughs> yeah, but we've said like Fallen Order is the exact kind of game like we talked about where the, the blueprint was there, the skeleton was there, the framework was there, and like this has the potential just to be like an absolute banger sequel. Like yeah, Uncharted that too, that is like, that was what know? I was hoping. Yeah, like the yeah, second one would yeah. like just knock everything out of the park. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think they're, they're they're slowly releasing a bunch of stuff for for IGN first, which has been like stuff they've released has been like pretty cool, but not. I don't think like landing with the same like holy shit that I think they hoped it would. Um, yeah, we'll but I, yeah, I always get kind of bored with the IGN first stuff because they release so much of that stuff. I just end up tuning it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just I just need to see month of stuff. Yeah, I just need to see one trailer and then I'm like, all right, I'm in. Like the yeah. the game first reveal gameplay trailer for that. I'm like, okay, that's all I need to yeah. see. <laughs> I like seeing chunks of gameplay though. I like seeing like uninterrupted. Like, show me what a ten minute chunk from this looks like. 
Yeah. That's why not, I watched, not, uh, not me anymore. I've, I'm like at the point where like I feel like most of those games get spoiled for me, and I'm like, I, I just done with that. <laughs> yeah, it's too spoiled. Like a five minute chunk from the middle of the game, though, right? I don't know until I watch it. So like, I watch uh, it. Yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm if you're on a game, like yeah. I, I I'd appreciate like the chunk, right? Like so, yeah. if that's out there, like I will search that out. If I'm like, uh, I don't know if, if this is for me or not. Yeah, yeah, um, I yeah. Mean, I think that's almost like that's good for like if you have to sell an audience on something, um, whereas it doesn't yeah. feel like this really needs. I don't know. Anyone who played and enjoyed the first one is probably going to play this one. And yeah. Also, people, it says so. Star Wars on it. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like. Uh, like something like Wolong, which is coming out in a week or so, um, that has the benefit of a. It had a demo last year. That, you get another um, demo in two days. Oh, oh does really? it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and it's coming to Game Pass, and so that's one of those games that like feels. At least I thought from the demo, I haven't played any of the you know the actual game. Uh, I thought the demo felt really good, and I was like, oh, I'm sold. Like, this, looking forward to jumping in this world. And then obviously, Game Pass makes it um, a very low barrier to entry. Although, man, my Xbox that boy's full. Oh boy, there's no more room at the end in my Xbox. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> like, so many of the games are beefy. I keep, I got to delete Halo. Like, there's too, the Halo's too big. You can't. Halo, can't. Halo is too big. Yeah. Halo's too big. Sea of Thieves, so big. I'm very much looking forward to this series to be done so Sea of Thieves will leave. Um, Atomic Heart, what's going on? The download all those that? languages? I don't need it's all like, these it's languages. It's like 70 gigs. Big. It's too many gigs. 70. Jeez. Leave all the other languages. I don't need the other languages. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that supposed to be a feature of this generation that you could like download the compartments want? of a, just, a game? Just download easy mode. Leave leave all the hard <laughs> shit away. I don't need that on my Xbox. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that was stuff. Uh, you been playing anything else, Nick? I'm still working on Chained Echoes. I'm on. Oh, I yeah. finished. I'm on Act Three or Four now. So. Uh, game continues to be good like i'm up in these like floating sky islands now and like it's it's it like i've kind of continually said about the game like the pace of it's really nice like you're always going to a new location um the combat pace is really good the, the rate of like unlocking new skills and upgrading your characters is good it's also like it doesn't give you an, an endless amount of loot to deal with like mm-hmm. you know once you get to new new locations or whatever you're probably getting a new weapon that's a little bit stronger or you can keep your old ones and upgrade them with, like this gem system uh there's there's even like you know combinations to make between like different spells so if you can put oil on somebody with one character then you use fire on them you get a you know big damage boost and stuff like that so yeah it's it's just been a really nice like comfort food jrpg that uh, has quite a pretty good story uh, very very political <laughs> and backstabby and all that so yeah uh, and uh, yeah i'm uh i've done switch though i need to the fact that it's made by one dude is really impressive. That's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. It's all these, man. How does how does one person do anything? I I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they forego sleep. That's how. <laughs> that that dude must have forego sleep because that yeah. game there is a lot in that game. Uh, Nathaniel says, "Marty, talk about CS Stars, most anticipated game of 2023." Yeah, I think it was great. I thought the the Switch demo, which you can download now, and they said uh, the demo is coming out for the rest of the consoles at some point later on it's just really great combat feels great the game is absolutely stunning like stupidly gorgeous it looks good in 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 screenshots looks incredible in motion um yeah everything it just feels like they they learned all the right lessons from kind of chrono trigger crossed with my rpg with the timing stuff um the only thing i wasn't 100 percent sold on in the short time was i didn't know who the characters were and so the story that they were talking about i didn't 
have any attachment to. But when you get a half hour slice or an hour slice of a game halfway through, that's to be expected. So <laughs> giving them the benefit of the doubt there. But yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, it's cool that it already has its August release date. So um, it's it's cool too that like the game is like kind of big enough to be able to plant its flag in the sand. Like I think that's the only August release date we have, mm-hmm. only concrete August release date we have. So um, it's it's cool that an indie game is kind of able to do that, and, and others will have to kind of clear space for it. So yeah, yeah um, I think that game is going to be a big big seller. I think yeah, <laughs> just based on the social in engagement of alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every time they tweet a <laughs> f- shot from that game, it's thousands of yeah, likes. Yeah, yeah. And then little giffies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you said it has learned lessons from Chrono Trigger. Like, does it have any lineage to it? Like, in terms of development, or it's like a no? They're they're French, uh, Canadians. Yeah, they're they're, uh, they're their other game they made is the Messenger. I don't know if you've played that one, Casey. But oh no, I haven't. But I have I have yeah. heard of that. Yeah, I want yeah. to try that. And so clearly, they're inspired by that by stuff like um, Ninja Gaiden and right. Okay, um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of their homage to like the 16-bit um, RPGs, like Chrono Trigger and everything. So mm. uh, yeah, the only legacy is like they have uh, the composer of Chrono Cross. They have like doing a couple tunes in the game, and so uh, there's like one area of the demo where you can't you can like go there on the world map, but you can't enter the area. But it literally says. Uh, if you just sit here and wait, you can listen to one of the guest tracks by Masuda-san. <laughs> and so you could just sit at that place and listen to one of the tracks from the Chrono Cross guy, and it's, like, really good. So, yeah, pretty neat. Um, speaking of tangentially weeby stuff, uh, I've been playing a lot of Fiat Rhythm Final Bar Line. That's the uh, new, uh, probably the last game in the Fiat Rhythm series, which is uh, a rhythm-based uh, game set with Final Fantasy music. Uh, this one spans the entire... Uh, lineage of final fantasy this is kind of like square's big 35th anniversary celebration of final fantasy and so each of the 15 numbered games have their own kind of campaign and you you make a party of characters and those characters grow with each which each song you do and they get new abilities and you get new equipment and um not only do you have all 15 of the games but you have almost like double the amount of kind of auxiliary like tangentially related uh final fantasy games like final fantasy tactics or the saga games or um, like dissidia the fighting game and then uh they've already announced like a full year of dlc that's going to be like the chrono trigger pack and the near pack and the live alive pack and the xenogears packs so, that's really cool yeah yeah it's just it feels like a it, it feels like square celebrating final fantasy's big anniversary in a way that like i wish someone like fucking nintendo did like nintendo hmm. kind of always half-asses their anniversaries we got that weird like mario collection that was just like the three games and they took it away yeah yeah well, <laughs> what the hell was that about yeah, yeah. um but on top of the them celebrating the games anniversary yeah uh it's them celebrating the music of the yeah, games yeah in a way that like there are a lot of video game series uh like well loved that don't that have like a fantastic music soundtracks but don't get this level of attention brought up to yeah. just the music. The fact that they have a video game series that seems centered around, hey, check out the music that we've made for this series for so long is really cool. I can't, a lot I more like people should think, copy that. Like, what other series could like do that? Even like beloved series, like, like not not to uh, <laughs> not to sound like a, a corporate shill or whatever. Yeah, but Assassin's Creed Assassin's Valhalla Creed. just yeah. won the first ever Grammy for mm-hmm. its music. Like yeah. the Assassin's Creed series could have a. Uh, a string of you know musical themed games why not nintendo could easily do that for like just everything like matter of fact yeah. super smash bros ultimate essentially acts as that yeah catalog that, is, that is a really good of yeah. music for like their stuff because they have fantastic tracks yeah that's like, actually capcom could do that with mega man yeah uh, halo 
Halo could Halo could, could literally do yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Like music is so good. Why, why yeah. don't they care? <laughs> it's funny though because there's some series where I put no, I don't know a single Gears of War song, and I really like I those know. games. <laughs> well, I know you know them because you're a little weirdo. You're a little oh. goblin. <laughs> You can't feel bad. I'm just talking about how much I like this Final <laughs> Fantasy rhythm game. My words mean nothing to you. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't think, uh, you know, there's a lot of franchises that are really good, but I don't think their music carries the same, like, weight as, like, Halo's music or, mm-hmm. you know, Metal Gear's music. I don't know. Does Metal Gear? Maybe I'm just biased on that one. Yeah, Metal, Metal Gear is more licensed. Like, stuff that they throw in there from other people is, like, what yeah. catches attention. And like, then that and, like, the like, main the Snake theme. Eater song and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one that one is fantastic. But that was a that was a bond homage. They should just do they should make a video game of the atrism like on just James Bond intros. Oh, I'd fuck with that. that I would still work. think they should make an into the Bondverse movie, like into the Spider-Man. Where they all, all meet each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do yeah, it. Do whatever you want there. Uh, but yeah, Theory Rhythm is really cool. I've been playing like one or two of the little campaign, like the campaigns. So you jump into a game, you jump into, you know, Final Fantasy VII, and it's like 15 songs. And you play through like the story of the game. So it's like the first song is the Midgar song, or the opening credit song, and then the Midgar theme, and then, hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. You play so, through. So if I have, played this, would I get the story of Final Fantasy VII without having to play actual Final Fantasy VII? You would not get the story. <laughs> you would be like, you start in a city, uh, you there's a motorcycle <laughs> and then <laughs> you leave the city and um, there's a sad music so leaving the city must have been sad <laughs> that kind of thing um so yeah that would be a that'd be a tough one but yeah if you i mean if you don't like final fantasy music i would say do not buy this game if you like final fantasy and its music uh, i've been having a lot of fun with it it's also a really good simple rhythm game but um yeah really really dig it hmm. so the rhythm uh highly recommended i believe it's on playstation and switch Switch version runs great. I imagine the PlayStation version runs well as too, uh, also. And then I've just been replaying a bunch of old games. I uh, finished Resident Evil 4, uh, which holds up just remarkably. Um, that game's great. I'm I'm, right. I'm a little little worried about this remake. Like, I'm excited to play it. It won't be great? I don't know. I feel like I'm worried. Everything they've shown has been really pretty and really scary. And that's only a small port for Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 is very weird. And they haven't show me that they're remaking the weird and sticking with how weird the game is like the, one of the bad guys is this little like he's like a tw- he's like a little boy but he's a shriveled up old man he's like a shitty little napoleon and he's like the evil dude uh but then he builds a giant statue of himself but then the statue comes to life and it's like a mech and i'm like are you gonna put that in this game and the mech chases you and i'm I like mean, are you, you think there's a real possibility in- that they will sort of edit out all of the weird to make it There's like more too much weird like you yeah like, like you, what would be that game you then would kill they... the patient if you edit out the weird like you would leave it bleed like bleeding on the operations so i don't that stuff is probably in there i don't think you have much to worry about because i can't yeah. imagine like if they're gonna go, go through the trouble of remaking it they're not gonna they why not just make a brand new game like they want the stuff from the old game to make yeah. it easy yeah and i'm thinking yeah, what they're like trying to do obvious way to piss off everybody that buys it if you don't include a lot of that stuff or they I'm, won't I'm, care because everybody will have already bought it. I'm hoping all the weird stuff's there. They're just not trying to market with that because they know the original people are going to be on board to play this again. And they're like, hey, if there's new people who really liked Resident Evil 2 but never played the other ones, and Resident Evil 2, you know, the remake was scary and really pretty and everything. So I think they're trying to cater to that crowd. My one thing about this game, the rain, I keep talking about this on every stream, the rain is too big. Yeah. They released this game in form of footage, <laughs> and the rain is too big. Each raindrop is too big. 
And so maybe that's just the weird. Maybe the raindrops are just big. No, in that world. that's what people keep saying. People keep saying you aren't weird. Now we got big raindrops. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be more specific with the weird I want. They need to make the raindrops smaller. So, I'm gonna um, let's let's send you there so you can measure out their raindrops to fix that. See, that's we had that really the, the terrible thing is we had that <laughs> yeah. whole puddle gate thing. Do you remember what's now we're gonna have rain gate? Yeah. 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 The thing is, Puddlegate was dumb. Raingate is real. <laughs> Raingate is real. I'm not even saying the rain is shit looking. It's just too big. That it just it's too big. They want you to see it because they made it look so good. Oh, yeah, but a lot of people make really good looking like, things. You don't check need to out make, this like, rain. Yeah, but you can just make regular size rain. That's fine. Um, and then I started playing, uh, replaying Twilight Princess, which is a very slow opening. And also going from Resident Evil 4 to Twilight Princess, man, that era was very brown. Yeah, yeah. Twilight Princess is a real dark game. Yeah, yeah, and it goes all the way into like Gears One. Um, I don't know like what kind of shook us out from everybody. Man, some of the early Assassin's it. Creed games got a brown <laughs> look. The first Assassin's Creed got a real uh, blue look, and the Ezio trilogy is real brown to me. Yeah, I don't know when we got out of when we got out of the brown town. Uh, like, uh, Bullet Storm. I shouldn't say that. That's a terrible thing to say. Uh, Bullet Storm. Maybe. Yeah. Like maybe you know, moving Ge- on to the Gears, PS4. I mean, even even Gears Three is full of color. Yeah. So it was actually it might have been Gears Three because <laughs> I think yeah. I feel yeah, like I, I remember Gears in particular like, got yeah, hammered for being super brown. I feel like I remember yeah. interviews specifically saying like, "Hey, we've added color in Gears Three. You can shut up now," because <laughs> they're like yeah, showing off the tropical islands. To add more <laughs> yeah. color. Yeah. Because um, hell, GTA Four was really brown. Yeah, that know. was absolutely brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that, that New York, yeah, mm-hmm. brown apple. Um, that that's just the color of the era. So, like, you know, like the 50s and 40s and whatnot, it's like in black and white, <laughs> like footage from that era will just be brown. Or whenever a movie like cuts to something in like South, like Central America or Mexico or like the Middle East, yeah, it's just like, like kind of yellow, super you know? yellow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you see actual footage of those places, like, those just look regular. <laughs> it's not extra yellow there, it's normal. Uh, yeah, that's been that's been what I've been jamming through. How about you, Casey? Playing anything, watching anything? Uh, I've still been putting a ton of time into uh, Wild Hearts. <clears throat> I was trying to make my way to end game stuff mm-hmm. as soon as I could, and um, that's a mistake. You you can't beeline that game. <laughs> like they <laughs> they kind of punish you if you don't spend time like doing like side stuff and partying up with other people to help you on the hunts because like they're really hard solo. Um, and like I, I said it the last time we talked about Wild Hearts, like I kind of like my Monster Hunter. Like I'm realizing that I like my Monster Hunter. Experience my monster hunter experiences to be more solo because like the fights have more weight to them. Like, cause yeah. you usually just wail on the thing as a group. Wild hearts is a little less, uh, whale happy. Like mm-hmm. you can, like, it's weird though, because they give you a ton of stuff that, uh, you kind of have to work for in uh, Capcom's monster hunter games. Like, uh, like mists that you know heal a wide area, or like um, super effective like healing potions, or side abilities that regain health, or whatever. Like some of that stuff, you get access to pretty quickly, and it's really easy to use. Like it's a renewable resource that doesn't uh, dry up over the course of the fight, so you can keep using this stuff that will keep topping off your health or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you still die, <laughs> and like they even they even implement um, revives. Uh, when you're in a group so like if there's more than one hunter you can pick up somebody else to get them back to the fight at no penalty like you don't lose any oh, nice. rewards or whatever yeah, like as long as you can get that person back up but like we still lose fights and it's because these monsters hit so ridiculously hard 
Um, and Nick was mentioned that some folks were complaining about like the tracking of certain moves. Like I didn't really notice it as as much earlier. But like when I'm really trying to like get through a fight, it's like yeah, like why like why can I not? Why can I? I can't stop getting hit. <laughs> like yeah. no matter, it feels like no matter what I do, I'm taking a ton of damage. So like I need these other characters um, to distract it. So I have time to like run away and heal and to plan better or whatever. When you're doing it by yourself, you just feel at the mercy of some of these creatures. And it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of frustrating. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, if you, and this this kind of becomes an annoyance because you do have to do a little bit of grinding to get the parts you need to like get stronger weapons, get stronger armor, but they don't have that many different animals or uh, monsters, I should say, for you to go and look for. Mm-hmm. So like I'm fight, I'm literally fighting the same thing over and over and over again. To try and get what I need, and yes, that happens in Monster Hunter, but there's more of that. Like it's spread out. Like I feel like yeah. you can do less fights and get more equipment. And I'm not sure if that's because they have so much stuff that over time they've probably lowered the barrier of entry for like a bunch of items, so that it feels like I'm progressing over a longer period of time. Whereas there's a shorter window from beginning to max. Therefore, I spend a lot more time in one location before I move to the next tier of armor mm. or or weaponry or whatnot. Yeah. So like, I was really feeling hamstrung um, by the progression in that way. Uh, but the fights still are fun. Like, mm. I, I, it's partly my fault because I'm trying to rush through the content a little bit. Uh, but that doesn't change the fact that it gets a little repetitive, at least in terms of what you're seeing. Uh, but all in all, like I'm still very much enjoying that flow. And like, even after I took a little bit of a break after I wrote the review, like I still wanted to go back and play more. I took a break because like I gotta move on to something else. I started watching videos about just the combat. Cause like, I wanna, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, like I wanna go back in there. I wanna see like, what I'm missing, what I'm not learning in terms of uh, my technique and whatnot. So like, I'm, I'm probably gonna spend more time with it even. Like it's, it's still got the core of what makes Monster Hunter super fun. It's loop works. It's just a little less rewarding, at least in that, uh, story game portion like the end game stuff i've not dove into heavy yet mm-hmm. but i'm hoping that there's maybe a little bit more turnaround in terms of like how rewarding it feels to like get hunts and get new equipment after you've completed the story cool yeah and then you'll have your full uh three mr plus tomorrow. three plus mr yeah it's, it's, it's more <laughs> than three plus tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah check that out uh check it out tomorrow you been playing playing anything else watching anything else there's I know, uh, some stuff you can't talk about yet yeah i can't talk about anything else that i've been playing and i haven't really played anything else but i will say um, i watched the menu uh, that was actually uh, pretty delightful. Like, I, yeah. I'm not really into really like horror dealies, uh, but it wasn't really horror. It mm-hmm. was, it was more like trying to, make, it was trying to tell you something. But at the, by the end of it, um, I just felt like it was stupid. Like, like what they were trying <laughs> to, t- what they were trying to tell you was like, this is dumb. Like, what was, what was the point of this? Like, and it, it sort of almost understands that it was like, oh, I had a really good idea. And by the time I finished the script of this movie, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of dumb. It's like they kind of they kind of throw wrenches in any semblance of this being more nuanced than it was. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the, the section where like John Leguizamo and uh, Ray Fiennes are talking back and forth, and he kind of explains what his problem with him is. Yeah. I thought that was very funny because it was like you like you're actually an asshole. <laughs> like you, yeah. like you sounded very profound for what is happening, but that situation proved that you actually aren't. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like I, I, I found I, it very. I got good. more. I got more laughs out of that movie than <laughs> I probably should have. <laughs> hey, you're on. Apparently, Casey, though, you're on team uh, Amy's mom because Amy said her mom hated the movie with every fiber of her being. She thought it was absolute <laughs> ass and such a waste of her time. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Like That's I, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed my time watching it, but I did. I did think at, by the end they realized that it was kind of ridiculous. So like I, I tend to appreciate when the thing is a little self aware, even if it's yeah. like not great. Like be a, if you're at least a little bit aware of the fact that like, eh, well, I gave it a shot and it came out like this. Enjoy, yeah. <laughs> like with big question mark. Like I was like, yeah, that was fun. Ray finds and Anya Taylor Joy delightful. Both. Yeah, Good. every like everyone played their parts great. Like I, I'm a, I'm a weirdly big Nicholas Holt fan. Man, and, like, I cannot get on that train yet. He's in really? so many movies I like, and he's just he's just kind of there. That's what you, you, you need to watch him in Skins. Me. Watch him in Skins. I love him in Skins. I mean, I love Skins though. But the problem is Darren said his ability is he makes everyone he's like a support character. He makes every actor around him better. And so that's his <laughs> secret thing. All right. That's what Darren was trying to tell me. Uh, so, that might be true. I don't know. So Darren, he didn't use support character. I think I ended up saying like a support character. And Darren looked at me blankly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, and I, I rewatched Wakanda forever. Like it's, you know, mm. on Disney plus now, whatever. Yeah, uh, right. My son hadn't seen it. So we watched it with him um, and he was way into it, but he also had forgotten everything from the original Black Panther. So we were like trying to catch him up, but then he ended up just watching that afterwards mm-hmm. anyway um i still staunchly stand behind that movie what kind of forever is actually really really good and um i i kind of liked it better the second time even because like there was stuff that um i was sleeping on like like they they don't hint at a thing but they tease certain things earlier than you get a reveal for it later on mm. uh which was neat like like fun little easter eggs there yeah but um like rewatching the conflict between uh you know uh, the Talokanians, I don't know if that, that's the term they use, but like the people from Talokan and uh, people from Wakanda, like originally, uh, especially my fiance, like it bugged her that these two like super cool, super uh, interesting nations, their first meeting would be a fight. But that's like, like me, I'm justifying like that's what comic books do. Like anytime the two yeah. things, even if they're good guys meet, they have to fight first just, to, <laughs> just so that the audience can get to see what they're about. Yeah, that was like Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America fought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like, they didn't have to fight, but like, what movie would you have gotten if if you didn't? Like, yeah. like a political drama? Like, that's not what yeah. <laughs> folks signed up for. <laughs> yeah, they gotta gotta throw hands. So I get it. So like, yeah, if it kind of felt like that altercation uh, stagnated the whole plot, but that's only if you consider this as a piece of the larger Marvel puzzle. Mm-hmm. If you come in and you're just and you were just here to kind of see more of Wakanda, see the kind of end scenarios after, you know, the passing of Chadwick Boseman and then the passing of uh, T'Challa in universe. I think you got a lot of what you wanted out of the movie, mm-hmm. like because they handle all the funeral stuff really, really well. They handle yeah. the passing of the torch to the new Black Panther and like how the the uh, how Wakanda is dealing with the situation and moving forward very well. Um, and then they handle the introduction of this new political, well, not even political power, but this new entity this new uh, society, like I liked Namor's introduction. Like I think he, I found him a super compelling villain. Mm-hmm. Like in the same vein as uh, Killmonger, like they're kind of like cut from the same cloth in a real interesting way. Yeah, but he doesn't. Um, he doesn't die in the end. So great. Yes, spoilers for spoilers <laughs> for yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I need to watch it again on Disney Plus. One of my things too, I mentioned this. My theater was extremely dark. Like the yeah, you mentioned that dark. Yeah. 
and so like there were certain scenes like almost everything underwater and, and Talakan was like untouchable like, it's like that like if you're comparing the underwater stuff in Wakanda Forever with like Avatar Sorry. 2 which is she big underwater stuff yeah. it's definitely much darker yeah so like if that's what's in your brain like even from trailers <laughs> you're like oh this is what underwater yeah. should look like then like you're probably going to be like oh this is too dark for me yeah but it, I mean, yeah, it, it I makes sense. They're underwater. Hey, I liked it more after coming out of Quantum Mania. <laughs> and I was like, hey, at least someone seems like they cared about the movie they made. That was nice. Um, yeah. Anything? Uh, anything else you've been watching? Uh, no. Nice. Literally nothing else. I got I got caught up on 1923 finally. Ooh. The is that the one with the boat, or that the one with the Cowboys? No, this is the one with the Cowboys. This is the Taylor, Taylor Sheridan. <laughs> Uh, Yellowstone Universe prequel. So he's got 1886, now 1923, and then Yellowstone. Yeah. Uh, you should do a future one. <laughs> well, I am. 20, uh, I was about to say 2023, and I'm like, that's the yeah, That's just right where, now. Where Yellowstone explodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, now I've uh, 1923, I'm loving that show. It's Taylor Sheridan just does not miss for me. <laughs> I need to. I still need to watch uh, the new that Stallone show that he's got, uh, the Tulsa, yeah, King, Tulsa King, and then yeah. uh, the other one with Jeremy Renner, uh, Mayor of Kingston. Mayor of Kingston, yes. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm gonna. We were talking about this. Big... I was talking about this with Darren on the recap. It's crazy how he's got a show coming out with um, Billy Bob Thornton. He's got a show coming out with uh, Nicole Kidman. Like, just all these fucking huge actors just like want to work with him. He got Harrison Ford to do a fucking TV show. Yeah, I mean Harrison Harrison Ford in this nineteen twenty three is is super good. Like, I, yeah, it's uh, it's not like the the show the show is really interesting because like it's telling two stories at once where like a lot of it takes place in Montana with like you know part of the uh, the main family and then one of the sons is off as like coming out of World War One and he's traveling around the world as a hunter down in Africa and like that whole part of the show is like this really really touching like love story um that you know as well come back to connect to the main story at some point um and they uh-huh. just they just reconfirmed it for a season two thankfully because there's a lot to go through still in that show um 24 yeah <laughs> no but uh it really goes into uh, like i just love taylor sheridan stuff he's so good at like period works and so like you see the encroachment of like civilization onto the west and everything mm. with the cities yeah. and like you know they, they get into all like the little details of like people that were ranchers like what the fuck is a dishwasher? What is a you know was a washing machine like? Yeah, you know the oh they have running water and 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 like sewage and or um you know pipes and everything and it's just like oh <laughs> really uh, like you really feel for the people that like just live their life a certain way. That's kind of what the entire show is about. Is like just yeah. the encroachment of like these guys are trying to take our life away, however they can, and like very very anti capitalism kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard I've heard it's really good, and um, I like Mary's and Ford. I've been watching more Shrinking. I've been rewatching Shrinking. Well, I started Bad Sisters last night too. I really like the first episode up. of that. Amy, wake up! Bad Sisters is here. Oh, also apparently, <laughs> uh, the God of War stream says it started 15 minutes ago. Oops. Oh. Uh, yeah, Bad Sisters on my list. Man, uh, Apple TV Plus doing really great. Shrinking, delightful. Uh, the new show, Hello Tomorrow, which is just like Mad Men meets the Jetsons. Um, Really delightful, starring uh, the uh, what's the it's the dude who played uh, Doctor Manhattan in the Watchmen movie. Uh, I keep thinking Jeff Daniels, but that's not him. It was, it was not Jeff Daniels. Jeremy, yeah. da- no, not Jeremy Davies. What the fuck? I don't remember that, that man. Billy Crudup. Outside Thank of you, blue, outside of him being blue, 
he's not blue. He is <laughs> he is Caucasian. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is literally, it's like Mad Men, like door-to-door salesman in a, f- a retro-futuristic, uh, like, 60s, um, 50s, 60s, um, where they're selling timeshares on the moon. So okay. Are like, fuck it. He, like, finds dudes who, like, want to leave their wife to, like, go live on the moon. <laughs> uh, but it's good. It's it's uh, really enjoyable. It's funny. It's uh, got a good story. Great, great performances. Hank Azaria. TV's Hank Azaria is in it. So, good stuff. Uh, you know, what, yeah, I, you know what I can't wait for? 65 <laughs> Jesus, Nick. you're gonna get that you're gonna get that in a in a, in a steel case aren't you? fuck yeah I am. <laughs> yeah um, hey it's from the people who did a quiet place so you know what okay i'll, I'll... it says from a writer oh right right the they're, they're, using that, they're using that and stuff. i'm like what does that mean yeah <laughs> how many writers does that film have when that when i saw that trailer i thought this was the next john krasinski joint it's not that <laughs> no no it's apparently it's, no, no it's Edward no, that's Ever. right it's not yeah because john krasinski directs the quiet place yeah. yeah i thought he came up with the whole idea too no no nah, i just stealing fucking jim halpert stealing people's <laughs> yeah I mean, like he stole that man's wife. You <laughs> did. You didn't help her. You're a bad dude. You got everything that was coming to you in that Doctor Strange film. Uh, Frost, <laughs> Just stayed in that portal. Frost has brought up Moonfall and shit. So I don't know if you guys saw my Twitter, uh, but Jack is convincing uh, Lee, who has been on the podcast before, to watch that movie. I made a tweet about Michael Pena because like they were talking about how he's not like Ant Man at all, and I was like, man, the last travesty. These yeah, the last movie I saw him and he he dies not great in moonfall <laughs> didn't end well for him moonfall spoilers and so nowhere. and so jack well, nobody's gonna fucking watch that movie i like who knows but so J- <laughs> jack comes in and he's like i love that movie and i was like what and then john john our manager editor, comes in he's like i love that movie and i'm like what what is fucking happening here <laughs> like Blog john Blog mr Blog. john frischer the guy that like questions everybody else's video game taste fucking likes moonfall yeah but he's got good taste in jrpgs so yeah, whoa, whoa, john, 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 john and i are nintendo and weeb shit buds so <laughs> john, john could do no wrong i'm not gonna defend his moonfall though yeah <laughs> I, will fucking, ne- I will never defend his jack, moonfall jack jack and jack and and, and john and they're like convincing lee to watch this awful movie and jack's like i love love trashy movies and that movie is really trash like yeah there's a difference between really trashy movies and movies that are just fucking stupid and yeah, moonfall hot, is the second one hot garbo flicks the other uh, for us i'm an emmerich fan i like a lot of emmerich's movies moonfall was too stupid for me to enjoy <laughs> damn that's where nick draws the line <laughs> it was <laughs> the dialogue in that movie his atomic hearts level is stupid I, oh, i'm sorry frost, frost says that the moon falls on michael pena yeah, like that's how he dies. Yeah. No, he, no, he, dies he just said fall. the moon fell on him. No, he just, <laughs> he, if Russ hasn't watched, he doesn't even know. He dies. He dies in a really stupid way, though. It's almost like that guy in 2012 that gets caught in the door up to the ship. If you remember that, he gets caught in the gears. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't Those are really things. like every. I just remember them running from ice. Oh yeah, I don't no, remember every. was in the movie Moonfall, and I saw that a year ago. <laughs> yeah, he's no, he's in that movie. He's the stepdad. And in every Emmerich movie, the stepdad dies in a really oh, gruesome, brutal way. I watched the new No Stepdad's cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the Snyder cut, but just less movie. <laughs> yeah. That's... 
That fucking um, that, yeah, the, the, the stepdad <laughs> twenty twelve literally gets like crunched in the gears of the door to Noah's Ark. <laughs> Why does Noah's Ark got gears? I thought it was just a big old wooden boat. <laughs> Not in this version. Oh, it was like a big spaceship. Right? Yeah, no, it's like a big ship to float on the sea because the oh, sea's gonna ship. take every the giant tsunami. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, well, there you go. That was a little bit of a taste of the Emmercast coming soon from Frost. It's going to be a four-hour narrative podcast. <laughs> four hours every week, Frost narrating more stories about Roland Emmerich. Uh, so tune in for that. Uh, oh, my God. Alex, watching on delay, but I, for one, appreciate the Punchkey shout-out, Smarty. <laughs> oh, God. He's not going to hear that for like a whole hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> That was at the oh, very yeah. beginning of this show. Oh, no. Well, you got a little prize. <laughs> Welcome to an hour in the future, Alex. We have so much to tell you. Uh, sad news, though. The moon fell. Oh, also, no. Uh, Pena. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, the, uh, that's the only time I've seen it spell, spelled correctly in this chat today. So. Nah, that's, I don't even With know like how to do that. Yeah, I don't even know how to do that either. A's got like, a little fishing hook on it. That shit's crazy. My keyboard doesn't that. <laughs> um, we can skedaddle. We can... We can, we can, we can you got take gods old, to kill. Might as well wrap take it this up. old bird, old bird home. Uh, Casey, you're going to be back in about 40 minutes with uh, Jesse from more getting that boy to the Greek. That is correct. Join us. We're we're playing God of War. Two. Where, are you, where are you at in God of War Two now? Where'd you guys get last stream? Oh man, it's always uh, such a I hard question to ask after a week. Yeah, Yatsu always asked me on Half Life, and I'm like, I don't I, know. I remember everything <laughs> about God of War. I even read the title at the at the near the end of that stream because I remember you said Yatsu asked for it. I don't remember what the title is. No, uh, it was like, ooh, ooh no, the guns. <laughs> uh, God of War Two. Yeah, I don't know what uh, what goes on at the end of God of War Two. You probably kill Zeus. Zeus kills you. <sighs> you haven't seen Zeus. Zeus in a long time. Oh yeah, because you got sent to hell for a while, right? Well, he well, no, that was that was he like spent, two he ago. spent like oh yeah, that was two streams ago where he got spent like an hour on one puzzle. That, that was, that was for other reasons. That that's why, that's why Jesse takes twenty weeks we to play these stream. games. That was our most controversial stream of the year, <laughs> yeah. and it had competition. Yeah, what else? Uh, what else you got going on, Casey? Um, you guys can check out my uh, the latest episode of my podcast, The Sigma Show. Uh, search for it on your podcast listening services or watch the actual VOD on my Twitch channel at Saving Gears 9. Um, yeah, like they mentioned earlier, I should have the review for Wild Hearts dropping tomorrow, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Um, and soonish, I should have uh, some some words written up about Smash Bros. Brawl of all Smash Bros. titles. Yeah, Smash Bros. What Brawl did you is turning turn the old <laughs> 15. Uh next month and mm-hmm. so as anniversaries i reached out to casey and because casey always talks about subspace emissary which was smash bros brawls smash bros brawls single player mode yeah uh by sakurai not sakurai what's his name Nomura, right he helped with that uh yeah i, I, I vaguely that. remember no, no i vaguely remember something like that yeah yeah there you go uh cool so yeah and then tune back in in 20 35 minutes for uh god of war what about you nick uh, I think I have three articles that I have started and I'm getting through at some point. Yeah. I, I've, <laughs> I've, been, I've been like really burnt out this week. <laughs> I feel like with the, the, that's nice to have like the website back online again. Um, but also like it was nice also just focusing on video <laughs> and now I got to do all my jobs again. So I'm like, damn, 
<laughs> too many jobs. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I get a, I get off work at like five, and I'm like, I want to sit down and play a game, and I'm like, no, nope, I'm too tired. I'm just gonna go lay in bed and look at the ceiling. There you go. Put your game on the ceiling. Think about that. TV up there. Nope. Put I your game in VR, I, then you lay down and still just stare up at game. It's, it's really bad right now. Like I am like I, I will sit down to play a game and within twenty minutes I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm ready to go to bed. That's why it's taking me a year to get through chain decos. Because <laughs> I do like one fight and I'm like, that took all my brain power I had left for today. I'm done. <laughs> I can't go on anymore. <laughs> uh but then tomorrow we'll be back streaming uh Fuck. at noon. We'll be back with uh Star Wars Commando. Public Commando. Probably finishing it. Yeah. I think we're then Max Payne three the week after. That's like very exciting. Uh, and then uh, after that at three thirty, we'll be back with uh, Sea of Thieves, and then uh, tomorrow evening at uh, seven p.m. Central. Yeah. Casey and I will be back for Half Life, and then uh, of course on Friday is the big premiere. Adventure is live, correct? Yes. Yeah. Five to seven p.m. Season Five to two post wrap. Central. Ooh, it's a spicy. It's a little evening. An evening shindig. Uh, so yeah, tune in for that. That'll sort of be the uh, season two of Adventures Night Postmort, uh, where you can ask I'll, Jack and the entire crew will be there, so you can ask them all um, questions. Anything, anything you want to know about the season? Maybe some hints at what's going to happen going forward too. Uh, yeah, so check that you out. But you can yeah, ask. But you, we, won't, we just won't tell you. you. But if you pay a bunch of money, they'll say a bunch of cute little coy things, <laughs> and then do like hee-hees. <laughs> George Lucas said I started my Star Wars streams all the way back in September of last year. Jeez, what the fuck? Damn. So yeah. long ago. That, that, I finished Lord of the Rings that long ago? Jeez. Probably. <laughs> oh my God. That's five games. That's a lot of games. Plus some weeks off. I need to go, I need to, go to bed. Just thinking about that's making me tired. Oh, right. So George Lucas says, remember when you left off in Half-Life, that underwater spot? Yeah, we were literally oh, yeah. underwater. <laughs> drowning. We were like drowning and we had one little inch of air and we're like, ah, oh, well, let us next week worry about that. Oh, no. Yeah, we're, in a real, we're in a real shit tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, okay. I'm glad I remember now because otherwise we would have loaded that up and I've been like, no. <laughs> we can prepare ourselves. Uh, so yeah, yeah tune, in, tune in for that uh, tomorrow and then, yeah, like I mentioned, uh, half an hour from now. See you thieves tomorrow too. With yeah, see thieves as well. So big, Marty's, big Marty's, Marty's long stream day. <laughs> big old streamy day. Uh, and then, of course, check out the website. We have so many good written features there. So many incredible entertainment features, uh, games features, um, new columns, new op-eds, really funny pieces about uh, stuff like Atomic Heart and, and indie games and, and stuff for anniversaries. And I'm just like Nick where I'm like halfway through four different things that I want to finish up. So... Um, yeah, go to the site and, and read all that. We have we have incredible stuff there. Yeah, if you want to uh, read about for, horny vending machines, we have an article for you. Horny vending machines. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to read about horny vending machines and an article called "Would You Kindly Shut Up" uh, down the cart, which I think is beautiful, uh, check out the site now. And then King Dead. Before we leave, thank you so much for the five dollar dono. That's future me's problem. Damn you, past me. I mean, that is exactly how I feel right now. Um, so yeah. Uh, other than that, thank you guys so much uh, for watching, for tuning in, for supporting, for the Super Chats, for the patronage, for for hanging out on Twitch. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, so for Casey and Marty, this was Breakout Episode number 77. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week and tune back in in half an hour for God of War. You hear that shit? Bye, he he forgot my name already. He said Casey and Marty. That's it. No, no he said your name real fast. I noticed I noticed it too. He said your name real fast. <laughs> this, this, I don't believe tune it. In. Tune in. I mean, we're going to be able to find out soon. Yeah, re- I muted you guys. <laughs>